Let us be on Brethren, since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through Him we have obtained access to this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in our hope of sharing the glory of God. More than that, we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not disappoint us, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, which has been given to us. While we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. Why? One will hardly die for a righteous man, though perhaps for a good man one will even, will dare even to die. But God shows us his love for us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Since, therefore, we are now justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, much more, now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life. Not only so, but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. Peace be to you, the
Είπεν ο Κύριος ο λίχνος του σώματος εστιν ο οφθαλμός εάν ο οφθαλμός σου απλούς ή όλον το σώμα σου φωτεινόν έστεν εάν δε οφθαλμός σου πονηρώσει όλον το σώμα σου σκοτεινόν έστεν ήουν το φως το ενσύ σκότωσες την το σκότος πόσον ουδείς δυνατέ δυσί κυρίς δουλεύειν η γάρτον ένα μισήσει και τον έτερον αγαπήσειν η ενός αν θέξετεν και του έτερου καταφρονήσειν ουδύναστε Θεό δουλεύειν και μαμώνα διά του το λέγω ημίν μη με ρυμνάτε την ψυχή μόλ τι φάγητε και τι πείτε μη δε το σώμα τι μόλ τι ενδύσιστε χι ψυχή πλοίων εστί της τροφής και το σώμα του ενδύματος ευλέψατε εις τα πετεινά του ουρανού ότι ουσπήρουσιν ουδέ θερίζουσιν ουδέ συνάγουσιν εις αποθήκας και ο πατήρι μόνο ουράνιος τρέφει αυτά ουχημισμάλων διαφέρεται αυτόν της δέξιμων με ρυμνών δύνατε προς την επί την ηλικία αυτού πήχην ένα και περί ενδύματος τη μεριμνάτε καταμάθετε τα κρίνα του αγρού πως αυξάνει ουκοπία ουδενήθη λέγω δε ημιν ότι ουδέ σολομόν εν πάση τη δόξη αυτού περιεβάλετο ως εν τούτον είδε τον χόρτον του αγρού σημερονώντα και αύριον εις κλειβανών βαλόμενον ο Θεός ούτως αφιένησιν ου πολλομάλων ημάς ο λιγόπιστιν μη ουν με ρυμνήσιτε λέγοντες τη φάγομεν ή τη πίωμεν ή τη περιβαλόμεθα πάντα γαρτάφτα τα έθνη επιζητή ή δε τούτων απάντων ζητείτε δε πρώτον την βασιλεία του Θεού και την δικαιοσύνη αυτού και τα αυτά πάντα προσθεθήσετε ημίν The reading of the gospel is according to said the eye is the lamp of the body so if your eyes sound your whole body will be full of light but if, if your eye is not sound your whole body will be full of darkness if then the light in you is darkness how great is the darkness no one can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or he will be devoted to the, to the one and despise the other you cannot serve God and mammon therefore I tell you do not be anxious about your life what you shall eat or what you shall drink nor about your body what you shall put on is not life more than food and the body more than clothing 
Look at the birds of the air, they neither sow nor reap, nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add one cupid to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O man of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we or what shall we what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek all these things, and your heavenly Father knows you need them all. But seek first His kingdom and His righteousness, and all these things shall be yours as well. Peace be to you who proclaim the gospel. Glory to you. Beautiful morning, my beloved brothers and sisters in the Lord. Gathering in the name of Christ, this beautiful, warm summer Sunday, to share some of the blessings that Christ has given us allowing us to be here today to participate in his holy body and blood as one community of faith some people say that the Bible offers little for practical everyday living that our orthodox faith has little to do with daily life. There is also the tendency of some of to ornament 
Christ is simple, powerful teaching, obscuring the compelling nature of these teachings, or complicating those teachings to the point of obscurity. Or perhaps the simplicity of Christ's powerful teachings, like the excitement that we don't have today in our lives, the modern entertainment that captivate our interest. The Gospel passes from the hand of St. Matthew the Evangelist that was read this morning offers a healthy portion of insightful and profound wisdom from the Sermon of the Mount, which would be tragic to overlook. Christ spoke in plain, bold terms. He said, the eye is the lamp of the body. If your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. Here are two meanings of this particular phrase. The first, we find that what we seek. For example, if we seek bitterness, we find If others see us negative, perhaps we look for reasons to be negative. The second meaning is this. The eye is a metaphor for the spiritual mind. The noose, which is the spiritual eye of the soul. If we keep our mind on wholesome and pure things, our soul is full of light. If we keep our mind on things not of God, then our soul becomes dark. With a darkened soul, With the lack of spiritual insight, our priorities become confused at best, and we don't allow God's grace to enter. We exit without integrity or purpose. St. John Chrysostom said that when our minds are depraved, our lives become filled with countless evils. The brave mind is the one that lacks the love, the mercy, and the forgiveness of God. The actions that makes you and I agents of change. Christ goes on to point out how we cannot serve two masters. Our loyalty must be singular. He uses the example of money. God and money both cannot be our master. It's not the acquisition of money that he concerns about it. It's our intention about the money and to whom we belong. If we look at the time and attention we give things in our lives... 
we will see what some of our masters are. It may be money, it may be other things. It may be vain glory. It may be some habitual way of life that is not particularly of God's pleasing love. It may be actually something very good that becomes an impediment between us and God. We cannot serve two masters. God's purpose for us upon this earth and His will must be a priority. A look at the ways we entertain ourselves, we may offer some insight. In our culture, many are fascinated with celebrities and their lives. For some, it may be music. For others, it may be sport. The word fan, after all, is short for fanatic. We worry about the most insignificant things. What will we wear? What will we eat? Christ said, it is not life more than food and the body more than clothing. Which of you, by worrying, can make yourself taller? These are practical, but very profound statements. Christ asks us to pay attention to. He calls us all men of little faith. If we look to God for salvation, then surely all the lesser things will also work out. It is the big item that we miss. And we miss it very often in our lives, unfortunately. Worrying really reveals a weakness of faith. When you worry about things. Some of us have many challenges in their lives. And those challenges become the things that makes us not to look at the big picture. Those things that worry us on a daily basis may be very important to us in the short term. But in the picture of God's kingdom, cannot. Some of us love to worry. We may have the job of being the official warrior in our families. But hear the word of Christ. Do not worry saying what shall we eat, what shall we drink, what shall we wear. That is what unbelievers do. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. We're seeking righteousness in his kingdom. And all the, the things that are going to be added to us after that. 
it is difficult for us to do. That's why Christ, not only today in this passage, but over and over and over again and again, will tell us to lift up our eyes, to have our eyes on the price, which happened to be His kingdom and His righteousness. St. Paul writes in today's epistle how we are saved by God's grace through our faith. The Greek word for faith is pistis, just as in English is also the root word for faithfulness. Something that is different than pistis. Faith is our conviction that what we believe is true. Faithfulness is loyalty and obedience to God. We cannot mess or confuse those two items that Christ wants us to pay attention to. But because of our loyalty and obedience are imperfect, we are saved by God's grace which reveals itself in our own faith in Him, in the sacraments, and in ordinary ways in our lives when our faith in Him is alive. When our faith in Him is alive. Summer is the season for our roots to become strong with the spiritual nurse. And I'm very thankful to God the strong roots that you have in this community. By your presence today, testify of the healthy roots that you have in the faith. Our lives may be yield on abundant harvest. Your parish of St. John the Baptist has seen many suffers over the past two decades. Only 20 years ago, this marriage began with six families, a house church, a missionary vision to reach out to inactive Orthodox to bring the fullness of the gospel of Jesus Christ to the unchurched. That's the big idea. You are the product of the leadership of this community focusing you, your faith and faithfulness to the big eye, which is what? Seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. When Father Theodore's guidance was here, he strengthened you, and with the assistance of Father Timothy, your mission has taken the natural path to church development, which has was the path of the early church, marked by faith, hope, and love, and zeal to learn and live the gospel. That is your outcome from that big time. That is your gift from God to learn how to live with hope, love, and zeal to learn and live the gospel. That is your inheritance. There has been the reflection of autumn 
the waiting of winter, the planting of spring, and the harvest of summer. You have experienced all that. This summer is a special one here in your Paris, as this summer has brought a new shepherd to nourish and lead you. I think you have already found Father Matthew to be an easily approachable and humble man of God with a warm smile, a soothing, melodic, liturgical voice, who preaches the word of God clearly, thoughtfully, and with relevance. By God's grace, he is organizing skills and other talents will lead your parish to the fields that will become ready for harvest once more. My brothers and sisters in the Lord, let us be free of the anxieties that change in seasons bring. Let us seek God's kingdom above all, looking to Him as our master. Let us have faith and live faithfully, seeking His righteousness. Then God will bring abundant harvest in your lives, in these parents, in Liverton. Then you will be glorifying His name until the end of time. That is my wish and my prayer. Leadership of this community to have along with you following your eyes upon the big item, the righteousness and the kingdom of God. Amen.